This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. Inventory taking. We do it all the time without even realizing what we are doing. When we glance at the gas gauge in our car, we are taking inventory. Just try covering up that gauge and going for a long drive. Not being able to see how much gas you have will significantly increase your level of anxiety. When we check our refrigerator and pantry, we are taking an inventory before going to the store to get groceries for the weekend. At any given time, we are on multiple paths. We should be taking frequent inventory in numerous areas. Remember, do not be deceived by your good intentions. They are only self-generated lies to keep you off track. Be brutally honest in your inventory taking. We need to approach each new day as David in the Old Testament did in Psalm 5 verse 3. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. We need to take inventory of all God has given us, our possessions, our time, our home, our relationships, our intellect, our history, our family, our passion, our everything, and hand it all back, and then be willing to wait. God's fire will fall. We need to take inventory of our general life direction. Where are you headed, and what are you trying to accomplish? Have you found your voice? Are you living to serve yourself, or are you living to serve God and others? We need to take inventory of our relationships. We may say we love others, but what do our actions say? Who is important in your life? How are you showing them they are essential? We need to take inventory of our resources. Are you under the weight of a burden of debt? Are you living within your means? Are you resting enough? Are you eating as you know you should? Are you getting enough exercise? Have you checked your health status recently? Do you get your teeth cleaned? Have you evaluated your relationship with God lately? Do the people around you know you are a person of faith? When did you pour your heart out to God last? When did you spend a little time waiting on Him? Time and energy should be spent taking inventory of our attitudes and character. How do others see you? Are you seen as caring or callous? Are you seen as full of the Spirit or full of bitterness? Be honest. It is your life. God will guide you, but you need to evaluate continually and then walk the path. I learned the value of ongoing inventory taking while in medical practice in Northern Saskatchewan in Canada. 
During my time in the North, one of my goals was to become a skilled winter camper. Over the years, I gathered the necessary equipment and began taking short overnight trips. In time, I discovered that I could survive best with very little gear. Winter camping is fabulous. Water is everywhere, even though it is white, and there are no mosquitoes. After several brief overnight trips, it was time to prove my proficiency as a winter camper. My plan was a seven-day solo adventure. I thought it would be a good idea if someone knew where I was before my wilderness solo, so I had a friend take me to my chosen camping spot on the back of his snowmobile. It was a great experience. It was March 1990. The weather was just below freezing. Everything was perfect. Very quiet, but perfect. I would sit on a small hill by my tent and watch the wolves dance across the frozen lake in the early morning. I walked a lot and prayed a lot and searched my heart a lot. The day before I was to head the 16 miles back to my cabin, the weather turned. It warmed up to just above freezing and began to snow. I packed up camp at 4 a.m. and headed across the frozen lake now covered with eight inches of new snow. It was peaceful and beautiful. You might rightfully ask, what does this have to do with taking a moral inventory? Well, I used the time in solitude to do some essential soul searching, but realistically learn more about stock taking on my trip back to the cabin. You see, I had 16 miles to travel on snowshoes, where the trail was now completely covered with fresh snow. To get to my destination, I had to rely on my compass and blaze marks left on the trees by the trapper who used to use the trail. A blaze is where a bark piece is cut away from a tree trunk, leaving an easily seen scar. I knew there was a road east of where I was camping. If I made it to the road, I would have no problem finding my cabin. I was able to make it across the lake with only two compass stops and direction adjustments. When I made it to the trail, I was happy to see the blaze marks were still faintly visible. It was a constant pattern of look for the next blaze mark, walk to that tree, then pause to look for the next blaze mark, then hike, pause, look, hike, pause, look. Sometimes I had to turn left, and sometimes I had to turn right. Sometimes I could just trudge ahead. I am thankful to that trapper, whoever he is, for leaving those marks on the trees. It was necessary to alter my course every time I checked my compass or looked for a blaze mark. It was an exhausting ordeal, and obviously, I made it out alive. Still, my one-day easy walk turned into two days of uncertainty with frequent inventory checking, find compass, and looking for the marks on the trees left by someone else. I learned that inventory taking is not a one-time self-evaluation. It is an ongoing, continuous evaluation. At times you need a compass, and at times you need to look for the marks left by someone else. Your survival depends on it. Is your path taking you where you want to end up? 
Several barriers may limit your ability to take an honest moral inventory. Barriers occur in the form of denial, distraction, or deception. Denial barriers often arise out of fear. Fear of rejection, fear of death, or fear of loss can set the stage for soul-protecting denial. Denial is when you start to believe your drummed-up good intentions. Denial arises out of fear, but comes to life out of pride. Do not allow your ego to make you the fool who believes his own lies. Distraction barriers come in many forms. It seems the more advanced our society becomes, the greater the number of distractions. How does anyone have any time for inventory taking when their electronic devices are continually monitoring them? My cell phone should allow me to feel free, not at the end of a very short leash. Distractions come in how others treat us or how we think others are treating us. The opinions of others can impact our freedom for accurate self-evaluation. Distractions can also occur in what we think we need to achieve. If by working harder and longer, I can get the car that would make me feel better about myself, then I work harder and longer. I no longer pause to take an inventory. I get on the treadmill and run as hard as possible. Distraction can also show itself in the reaction to a perceived injustice. If you respond with anger or bitterness when you are wronged or injured, it will distract you from an accurate evaluation. Bitterness and unforgiveness are deadly traps. Distractions are everywhere. Be aware of them. They are not there to help you. Other barriers to accurate inventory taking are deception, confusion, and distrust. When you are drowning in a sea of uncertainty, it is challenging to do an appropriate inventory. It has become impossible to breathe these days without inhaling and choking on a lie. Who can you believe? Who can you trust? From fake news to pretentious Facebook postings, it is becoming more difficult to grab hold of any non-manipulated truth. Lord, help us. We should make an evaluation an ongoing priority. We should judge ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11:31. For if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged. We need to evaluate and be honest about where we are with our faith. 2 Corinthians 13:5. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? unless indeed you are disqualified. You alone are responsible for your self-evaluation and what you do with that evaluation. Galatians 6 verses 3 to 5. If you think you are too important to stoop down to help another, you are living in deception. Let everyone be devoted to fulfill the work God has given to them to do with excellence and their joy will be in doing what's right and being themselves, and not in being affirmed by others. Every believer is ultimately responsible 
for his or her own conscience. Self-evaluation is necessary for the process of becoming the person that God designed you to be, to develop godly grit and use your voice. 1 Peter 1.13 So then, prepare your hearts and minds for action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. For when Jesus Christ is unveiled, a greater measure of grace will be released to you. We all need to be comfortable with a moral inventory. It should be part of our daily life. Finding God's path for us is like my winter camping experience. We need to pause frequently, look intently, and stroll. There is no need to run. Get comfortable with inventory taking with the small things in life. It will be easier to take stock when it comes to the crucial elements like evaluating your attitudes and character. Put aside all pretense and make it your goal to be authentic. Take a look back at chapter 12 and reevaluate the role of solitude in your life. A manufactured false image will only foster incorrect, meaningless, pressure-filled connections with others. If you want meaningful, genuine relationships, you need to be authentic. So what does the path to authenticity look like in this crazy, fast-paced, noisy world? Only in silence and solitude will you find authenticity. In solitude is where isolation will make you stronger. It is a time of separation from the thoughts, actions, words, and opinions of others. It is time to honestly and humbly evaluate and reevaluate. Another catalyst for accurate inventory taking is to have trustworthy people in your life who care enough about you to say no. We all need people around us who are willing to challenge us. It is easy to see others' faults. It is hard to see your own flaws. It helps to have others who understand your weaknesses report to you what they see. Be the kind of person who invites people with this level of integrity into their life and then consider what they are seeing and be willing to seek out and take advice and correction. David wrote Psalm 139 in the latter years of his life. He had witnessed God's love, forgiveness, and strength many times in his life. He saw a giant fall with the impact of one small stone. He saw armies defeated and the wealth of a nation grow. He records in Psalm 139 how he is aware of God's expansive knowledge and presence. He acknowledges how God has formed us in ways that are beyond our ability to comprehend. Knowing all he knows and has experienced from God, he requests just one thing. He asks that God help him see if he is walking in any path of pain. David asks God for assistance with taking an accurate inventory when he wrote Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. 
Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. This should be our prayer as we place our heads on our pillows every night. God, show me the path of pain and the way back to you. We should be watching over our hearts, taking moral inventory, because this will determine the direction and the outcome of our life. You only get one life. Spend it wisely. Proverbs 4 Verses 23 to 27. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth, and put devious lips far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage, and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet, and all your ways will be steadfast and sure. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. Ask these questions when using this principle as a filter for your life. Am I authentic? What path of pain am I on? Do I have people in my life who care enough about me to say no? Do I make any time for solitude? Am I asking God to help me see the destructive directions in my life? 